Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Um, for what was Gordon Hayward decision day, waiting to see the meter running, and yep, here we are. Wah, wah. People are joining the stream, uh, so let's just get into. People are freaking out. Let's just get into everybody. Let's get into everything first. We'll tell you about Manscaped. Got to get that stuff. Twenty percent off, free shipping code Garden uh, Garden twenty at Manscaped.com. That's our sponsor for this show. All Garden reports uh, this week um, brought to you by Manscaped. But the big news is, and now we know it. Now we know it. Gordon gone. Um, He's gone um gordo gonzo there it is opts out of the final year of his deal becomes a free agent and now there's a massive freak out on twitter but first we're gonna get into it uh, i'm surprised you're saying that john what that he's gone i mean you've been big on that Uh, i'm I'm gonna lay it out for everybody right now i'm not saying that gordon hayward opts out okay everybody assumes that means gordon hayward's gonna leave and he's gonna go sign elsewhere it's not necessarily the case realistically there are still several options on the table which includes an extension with the celtics which was always in play and possibly is something that they're talking about um and also a sign and trade to a preferred destination what this does is this opens up the possibility that tomorrow when free agency begins gordon hayward can leave and go sign somewhere else it's something he couldn't do prior to today so the only thing that's changed is he could sign somewhere else tomorrow Um, if that was the case or that was what he wanted to do, we've talked about this from the beginning. He could have opted out on Tuesday, not done an extension, known that he was going to sign in Atlanta or New York and been happy with that. Obviously he wants something else. And that's either to have the Celtics come to the table with a better offer than they were offering to extend him or to get a sign and trade to a preferred destination. So it appears options a and B for Hayward. If those in fact are the options are still in play. I still think the distant option is the Knicks or Hawks, which if he wanted to, could have had it like that and didn't have to do any of this. And we've argued about it the last couple of days that uh, I I think a little of this is fabricated by the Hayward camp, uh, throwing out these smoke signals here to get the Celtics a little bit panicky. Um, It was Atlanta. And this is the latest in the line of that stuff. They, we didn't bite on Atlanta yesterday, and then the New York thing comes out today. I believe that those are planted stories. Not only is New York interested, they've been interested all week, according to the, the clearing report. cap space. So, yeah, exactly. Jimmy, start with you, and let's let's get our initial reactions here. Well, initial reaction is just, I think, a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of frustration. I know a lot of Celtics fans, and even a lot of my friends, have texted me like, "What the hell just happened? Like, what you know, what can we expect to see here?" I think we still 
all right, almost just as close as we were yesterday with how this ends up because of all the situations you just mentioned, John. I mean, is there is there a benefit to re-signing Gordon Hayward and bringing back the band, so to speak? Yeah, I think there is based on what we've seen when he is healthy. But if, if you know, it's over here in Boston with Gordon Hayward and I haven't heard that and I don't know who has, then the Celtics are going to try to exhaust all their options. Now, I saw Mark Stein tweet that um, the Indiana Pacers were apparently – um, talking about being involved via trade. So maybe that option is still there. But Gordon Hayward's, you know, this is free agency. It's not his first free agency. Um, he, he knows what to expect tomorrow when, when the clock hits. And, and I'm sure he'll take all the calls and his agent will take all the calls. And, and Danny Ainge will be very involved too with, with what's going on. Because, listen, the last thing he wants for the Celtics to end up with absolutely zero out of this just turns into a three-year contract for Gordon Hayward, all three years of which were, you know, essentially waste of, of season. I mean, the third year was the best year, but even injuries came into play there too. So, I mean, it amounted pretty, pretty tough. To nothing because when yeah. you need it, it did nothing because he wasn't he wasn't available at the end of the season, not in the mid of the finals. Again, we're not going to blame people for injuries, but ultimately you got nothing out of Gordon Hayward. Nothing. If you leave. I mean, nothing. It, it's going to go down as one of the most failed. Nothing. You got nothing. Trades. I, mean, I nothing. can't disagree have. with that more. The Celtics were the four seed in the East. No, yeah, so we're it's not a playing, similar. We're not conference. playing for that, Bobby. That's loser. Playing for uh, yeah, you're we playing play for, for uh, division titles, Bob. Are you playing for? Or People were talking about the Celtics Bob. not even making the playoffs. Loserville, <sighs> not playing for that. This was a super team, and and super the, team. And, do you the, remember the? Do you remember the expectations going into last year? People you remember were like, a year oh, prior to seven that? Or eight year. You remember a year prior right. to that? That's Tyree and Hayward. That year was a lot. Be crazy, 2020 G. was that. He was a ginormous reason well, the team was it so doesn't successful. Matter last if, year. They were, if they were a tick, if they if they survived one extra round beyond what experts thought they were going to get this year, it's no expectations were much lower. Zero. You get zero out of Hayward. I just don't get what it is about this guy. I think it's the fact that he came in with these expectations that he was going to be the front man. The $34 million is attached to his name. What happened, happened. It's a sunk cost. And he still finds a new role on this team and becomes great, becomes the biggest edge, and becomes the reason that they were a but true Bobby, championship contender last year. All those things are true, but also true, it, it just didn't go the way anybody wanted it to that's go. That's true, I mean, but it, it still went pretty good last year. It didn't go... But it could, but but when it mattered most, did it go pretty good? He got it hurt. Players get hurt. I know. I know. None That's of it matters. Thing. It doesn't matter. It's not. We're not blaming Gordon. See, Bobby, we're having two different conversations. The 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 all the crap that Gordon got for not living up to expectations of the thirty million and not being a superstar or taking a long time to come off that injury. That's one bucket. The other bucket is at the end of the day, dollars to donuts. What you're left with is nothing. No money, no flexibility, nothing to show no for it other than getting a little bit farther than people thought they were going to get last year. Big freaking deal, okay? It's not his fault he sprained his ankle at the end. And if he didn't, right now we could be talking about the Celtics made it all the way to the finals. They didn't. So the left. end result of what you got, the net result off of Gordon is zero. The zero. Only, if the he only... leaves. 
if if he leaves, and the only reason that'll be the case if he leaves is because the Celtics are making a ginormous mistake and not paying one of the what I believe is one of the 30, 35 best players in the NBA. This guy's one of the best wings in the league when he's healthy, when he's rolling. He just had the most wing, efficient wing, wing. He just had the most efficient season a player's ever had at his usage rate. He's drilling threes for them. He's playmaking. He's re- This guy's invaluable. And if the Celtics look at this and don't ma- pay his market price, what are you doing? People should be mad at the Celtics right now. What did we say about no- Al Horford last year? Okay, here's here's I- the irony of this whole thing, okay? Danny Ainge, we're killing, Hor- we're killing Hor- uh, uh, Hayward for not living up to his $30 million salary, and now we're going to kill Danny for not paying him $30 million more? I mean, which which way is it here? We've got to figure out what it is we think of Gordon Hayward. Are you giving him 30 something million dollars a year for the next four years guaranteed at 31 years old when he hasn't stayed healthy once? We're going to... If you do that now, Bobby... That two years from now, we could be looking and saying, What the hell was Ainge doing here? Well, what are we you know, looking at now? You gotta take losses, and the loss you gotta take with Hayward here is you gotta trade him for cents on the dollar. You sign and trade to his preferred destination. Doesn't matter that we hate Miles Turner, I don't, or and you just well, live with so it, you, you live with less. It's and you took a loss, so be it. I'm down for that situation here, but if we're going in the direction of just losing outright or getting a trade player exception back. Uh, this is a disaster. And we're looking at two prime years of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, at the very least, I would say just lost. And that's a disaster. You had a situation here where you had four all-star players together, a core ready to win a championship now. And it doesn't feel like they're prioritizing this moment. Like you you, you can do on. your you can you do your on. plan, John. Yeah, you, you can move, move on. You, you, you can, move on. You tell you cut your losses at this point. But guess you what you're cut, risking? You don't cut your losses by overpaying him because you think you're desperate because you're trying to hang on for one it's more year. Brown. You cut your losses, you you make a sign and trade, you go get somebody you don't love, so you don't leave with zero because that's what they have if he walks. Zero. So make the yeah, I agree sign with that. and trade and move on with it. I agree with that. I have not. I think your I'm first priority is to try to get him. a deal done. Look at Al Horford, one year into it. Oh, geez, we couldn't Al have Al Horford that. and wow, Hayward wow, are two wow. much different players. I know, but he's gone. I mean, one year later, the team that signed him to that deal that the Celtics wouldn't sign him to was like, holy shit, I got to get rid of this guy. So, I mean, this is the risk by overpaying. You have to stick to your guns and pay people what you think they're worth, not get desperate and say, oh my... The Celtics didn't do that with Horford. They rallied at the last second and tried to make every move possible to pay him, keep him, and match that Philadelphia offer. So that's not what they're doing here. I still believe they're trying to keep Hayward. It's just, what's the dollar price going to be? He's using leverage, as you say, with legitimate interest yes. from the Knicks and Hawks. The Celtics are trying to keep this at a fair price because they want him, but not at something... Like, 130 million like with the Horford situation and then there's other teams out here that want him but also are trying to I'm limit not that comparing price tag. The, and I'm not comparing the players I'm comparing the situation which is the Celtics have assigned a value to Hayward and that's what it is and they assigned a value to Horford and that's what worked for them it's not the same player and the people on the stream here who can't understand a nuanced argument that's not what it is what i'm saying is you're not going to all of a sudden think 
this is what he's worth to me, and then double that because you're desperate. If it gets to that, you have no choice but to sign and trade, and that's what it is. What we're saying is if they let him walk because Danny won't take a loss on a deal, that's where they're going to – that's the big mistake. You and they're not, they're not going to do that. At the very least, yeah. they are going to get an exception here. He is not going to leave for nothing. And the reason is because the Knicks, Hawks, they can, uh, rather than having the same salary every year, front load this a little bit where they're going to be taking player reductions and leave less money on the back end of this deal. So there is a minor incentive for the Hawks, Knicks teams that he can go to outright to do a sign and trade for a player exception at the very least. Now, oh my God. I, again, I think died. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be thrilled if it's just an exception. Like you know, the we exception gotta, sucks. Nine, the $10 exception sucks. sucks. Yeah. Okay. It, what's actually, the what, what, Bobby, it would, what's a what, what's a price that works for you if the Celtics are gonna re-sign Hayward? That, what, what what's a number? I've said from the very beginning they should sign him to a three-year, seventy million dollar deal. Okay, Hayward. We just went over this. <laughs> we just went over this. Hayward is. Far better player than Al Horford, younger, more important, Different market, more though. versatile. And Al wouldn't take that. So you think Hayward is three years younger? He's going to take that deal? So let There's me, no now way. We're on, That's not now what he's looking for. Now we're on opposite sides, John. I don't think the Hawks and Knicks are going 130. This is the pandemic. This is uh, BRI's down 30%. There's real money at play here. I mean, James Dolan's probably losing money out of the pockets right now. He's not giving 130 to Hayward. If we're Hayward talking about we're again, talking about somewhere between Yeah. We're talking about somewhere between 60 and 80 million dollars here. We're cutting hairs. Like th- this isn't going to keep skyrocketing to the highest level. And you know why we're pushing this back 2 days now? Because there's not a deal there that Hayward likes. He's still searching on That's three different fronts. Yes. He's That's still what searching we're saying. On three I do not fronts. believe I. We we are in agreement on that, Bobby. I think Atlanta and New York is bullshit smokescreen floated by the Hayward camp. If he wanted it, he would have opted out. If the money was there and the destination, was I there. think they're legit suitors. He's trying, but- to juke, he's trying to juke his way to a preferred destination or get the Celtics to re-up, and so he's I, using his leverage here. So do which we? He should. I'm a little different than that. I think they're legitimate suitors, but they have a maximum price they're willing to go to. It's probably above Boston's right now, but I don't think it's a point Boston can't get over. What have we learned about free agency, Bobby? Okay. It's for real though. I mean, this is the thing. Everybody has, again, I'm going to use the Al Horford comp. Everybody has a, a, a dollar value of what they think some team would be, would, would, would want to pay somebody. And it's always way higher than that. Okay. Always. Mm-hmm way higher. We're always wrong. The market is set by one team and you have one desperate franchise like Atlanta, for example, that isn't able to lure big name, big ticket free agents there very often. They get one shot at it. They overpay because at least you have the asset. You know, you got to do something with that money. So you use it. So it takes one team. I wouldn't be stunned if they did drop that, I just don't think Hayward really wants to go there. I think he's floating the interest because he wants to be because Again, logically, he would have just opted out and gone. It's his preferred choice to go to Atlanta or to New York. Right. That would no, be he would have no, it's out. not. A, yeah. What he about is, the luxury tax? The well, luxury tax. are going to resign Hayward. I mean, it's, you, you're talking $60 million or whatot. I mean, it's going to be way more for Boston if they're, if they're the ones yeah. locking him up. And they're saying it here. It, it, this is interesting, too. New York. Fred Van Vliet, you know, is somebody that they're talking about. You've heard, you've heard Atlanta like, right. a bunch right. of different people. There is a situation where. Uh, Gordon gets is left 
out in the wilderness with those those teams sign other people without a deal. So you don't really know. I mean, it, it could be a risk for him too. I, I, you know, it is interesting. I mean, you're you're talking about you know, Bob. You're talking about COVID and all that stuff. I mean, teams are even less wanting to go into that luxury tax scenario now because of the income that they're not making typically. I mean, so I, I think yeah. that is part of the play, part of the Celtics thinking too here. So see, there's nothing, there's no deal that they can get to that keeps them below the tax. You either keep Hayward with the tax or lose him and not pay it. I don't right. think that's going to be the holding up point between wanting to keep him and getting rid of him here. Uh, now, I do think the bigger concern here that we've talked about multiple times on this show is splitting him up into medium-sized salaries, which still makes Indiana that uh, desirable destination for him. Yeah, what we have to point out too. And and in fairness to Gordon, because we're not talking about it enough right now, there's a lot of vitriol here on the on the chat and on Twitter, and I get it because the feeling is we've been spurned again. You know, Kyrie did it, Al did it. Now the vibe is Hayward did it. What we don't know is Hayward's number one intention right now very well could be um, an opt out re-sign with the Celtics, and that's always been the plan. And it's number and it's by far his number one priority. They just don't have it figured out yet. That mm -hmm. could be it. They could be they could be doing the Belichick thing, letting him test his market a little bit, see what's out there, and say, okay, we'll get you close to that. I mean, yeah, it's a player it's option. Possible I mean that the whole thing is really him actually that right now they're basically laughing at people like us screaming about him leaving when this his, is an intense negotiation yeah, and his three plan very well could be let's let's make this work and he might want this more than anything else and and wants to stay i'm not going to call it a bad guy but the person who might be pushing harder might be danny here um and so we have to uh, you know you got to entertain that possibility as well yeah, is, but what, I mean, if he dominated for three years in Boston in, in another world, let's say, I mean, he probably opts out in the same way he did now, just looking for a, a better deal. Are, are, are fans going to have the same reaction? I, I think there's a lot of animosity because of the way those three years have gone, and this is just kind of piling it on. Yeah. But I mean, players put player options into their contracts all the time, and they well, use them very often for this exact reason. Look what look what goes around now. Now that he has the chance to leave outright and leave them stranded, everybody's freaking out. When two weeks ago it was dump him for nothing, get rid of him, he's useless. I mean, the pylon with him has been ridiculous over these last three years. And what does it tell you that now that he has the chance to leave, people are concerned. This guy was a real valuable piece for this team for many years, and they're gonna only realize that when he's gone. Oh, he's give gone. me a break. Get, he yeah, could, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. He could I mean, have I, been I Bobby, but it's Celtics not. Fans aren't that. Hayward's stupid. tenure is going to be remembered for a grisly injury, a year plus of not even being close to right, and then not being ready in the playoffs. In That's order, it. one, two, three. That's it. Nothing else. No one's going to remember. No one's going to remember the beginning <laughs> so of this year when he was to playing me. close to an all-star level. That's not part of the resume. That that's right. all it is. Because you just get to pick and choose. That, oh, that, that's that's true. You bring you brought him here not to play well in freaking November and December one year. You brought him here to take you to another level. It didn't happen. This right. is the reality. That's his legacy here. That, Grizzly that injury, couldn't stay healthy, wasn't there when he needed him, never got him over the top, left. We can add he that. That's the only other thing that gets to this resume. Unless he opts, unless he re-signs and then we see what we go and for God's sake, maybe plays one freaking healthy year so we can actually 
see how good he is at basketball and how valuable he could be to this team because you've we've only seen it ever for two months at a time every One time year. every time the right. going got rough Great though completely. it was wait till hayward comes back you're down three one in that miami series oh hayward's coming back there's the hope he wins them a game there and he struggles the rest of the way coming back too early from the two weeks early from that injury but guess what everybody was saying he was going to leave the bubble and uh, go be at the breath of his child everyone was freaking out waiting for that and he didn't he took a stand and he got in there and played two weeks injury. later and, and what though instead. and what that's commendable it doesn't change his it doesn't right. change his story here, which was it's, it's not whether it's personal. not his. You go ahead, Jimmy. No, it's it's nothing personal. It just it that's just how it worked. It ended up. It's shitty for him. It's shitty for the Celtics. It's shitty for Celtics fans. But Bobby, you have to understand, people aren't breaking down the game film and seeing what Gordon Hayward did well when he was healthy. I mean, that's something that like you're you're capable of doing, and you know a lot of basketball journalists are, are capable of doing. But like the average fan, they want to know what have you done for me lately? Why aren't you out there playing? The best ability is availability. All those things. But what and about Gordon the Hayward, possibility of him being healthy going forward? That would be great. And now sure. the question is: That is a possibility. I guess if we knew numbers, we could make this argument right now. I could put it out a hypothetical here. If it's three and seventy-five, and the Celtics are balking at that, I think that would be a mistake. If Hayward's looking for four and a hundred and twenty, you've got to. I, I think we'll he all must know I th something. I think we we'll must all, know something. And I think we we'll the all. same thing. We thought so. You know that's where we are. You know that that was basically again to use Horford as an example. That was roughly the difference. We're talking three and sixty for Al, and he gets this monster deal. And you're like, wow, those weren't the numbers we're talking about. We don't know what Hayward wants there. But if he's going to decline one in thirty four, that's got to mean he thinks he's getting close to twenty five to thirty per year for all a right, multi year let, deal. Let me right. explain that one I don't too think because this is. People are freaking out over the 34. The 34 could have been 22 this year, very likely. The amount of real money that players are going to lose this year is absurd. And this is another thing people have to consider. Players could lose 40% of their contracts this year at the escrow holdings. So you have to get a multi-year deal if you're Gordon Hayward. You have to get money in 2022 sure. and 2023 when that money's actually going to be more guaranteed. It would have been insane for him to opt into one year given his injury history and the amount of money that he was going to lose this year. So there was never a chance he was going to opt into this, not to mention the fact that they could have just dealed him anywhere as a great expiring contract if he did that. There so is there a chance you opt into it if you don't think – there is a chance, Bobby, he could have opted in. Uh, but ultimately, we understand what he's looking for. Yeah, we, we, we know what he's looking for. Security. You think a guy like yeah. that wants to play on a one-year deal with yeah. his injury history? I yeah. mean, of all guys. All right. No one yeah, cares I, about Hayward anymore. We're going to talk about Ennis Cantor the rest of the way. <laughs> hey, I have some big Celtics news here that just came across. Taco. Twitter, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Celtics have extended qualifying offers to Taco Fall and Bobby's guy, Tremont Waters. Oh, so how about this one? Uh, th this is the, an interesting one on the Hayward front. The Celtics declined to make Brad Wanamaker a restricted free agency. That, that seemed obvious to me after they... Really? After they, after they took two players yesterday, including a, a guard, I mean... They, it's a numbers there's still, game. There's still talk they bring him back for less. I hope so. Because if you're just letting him walk without even the – say they lose Hayward outright like we talked about here. That's what which, they're talking about bringing him back. Yeah, when you want Wanamaker back. But if he's an unrestricted free agent now, there's real interest in Wanamaker around the league, I would say. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, we got what that. League? He had a good yeah, year. 
Oh yeah, yeah. and he. Well, no, never mind. Overseas isn't really an option this year. We got yeah. that. We got Cantor. Also, there's a rumor that he's involved in the Portland deal. Um, the so we'll deal? see about that. There's another rumor today the going back deal, to yeah. The Knicks have been interested all week. Other rumor: Indiana very much alive for Hayward. So we're still hearing stuff. I haven't been on on the Twitter machine in a little while, guys. Anything new coming across here? No, things are dead quiet, and this is the other just thing. Just a lot of Gordon Hayward slander. The Twitter just freaked out when that news came across. Uh, so <laughs> this is the this is the other big difference between the Horford situation. I, if I remember this correctly, didn't Philadelphia rise as a suitor pretty quickly after he declined that option? Ooh. And uh, Phil, uh, Horford came out of nowhere. It came. It, it was. It came out and it was done. Yeah. So you, you don't quite have that here. There's a lot of smoke and noise and stuff gets into the media, like you said, John, because of leverage points. And you have three sides talking leverage here, the Celtics, those teams that don't want Hayward to go through the roof. And don't forget these sign-and-trade partners. A sign-and-trade does have to be three years. Want to keep the price low there as much as they can. So if there was an obvious outcome to this, Things would be a little more quiet, but instead you're just hearing no, about all this different which stuff. Which is funny is I go back to the notion that I think still possibly option A is uh, still trying to work out the extension. Um, yep. And this, in fact, is as as simple as uh, they're like, well, opt out and we'll just keep going here, you know? So yeah, they, they that's to the get easiest way to go. That's the easiest way to go. It's definitely the only option at this point since he wasn't, you know, what's funny is, and here's, here's, here's what I find interesting. Why was it for so long? Why was it considered by everybody that the smart money was on Hayward opting in to the point that we're like, well, duh, that's what he's going to do. And then it changed immediately to there's no friggin' way he would opt in. Why would he do that? Like it was it, all season long. Everybody, and again, I know COVID changed things, but like even in the months leading up to it, it was like, well, you have the Hayward thing, but he's obviously going to opt in. What changed there, Bobby? I, I think a number of different things. People just not think it through. They're like 34 is a big number, so he's going to take it. I yeah, think that, that was part of it. I think he had a good season leading up to the injury. So I think people maybe before that said, oh, well, he's going to take that deal because there's you know a lot of uncertainty and he may not get anything close to that at this rate. And then the way things played out, uh, and then and I think a lot of things we didn't we didn't realize, you know, the, the business side of the NBA contracts and taxes and all this stuff and which teams are going to be available for and you know who's going to have interest. We didn't really think about all that. The luxury tax is real, and I don't know that Celtics numbers until you see what they signed for. But we were talking about this right before we began the stream, and anybody out there who saw the news, um, Kelly Oubre. Uh, was traded to Golden State. Okay, Golden State prior to the deal was sixty-six million dollars in the hole on the luxury tax. Okay, Ubre makes fourteen million a, a year. Uh, Ubre is going to add sixty-eight million dollars more to Golden State's and luxury tax. Team, they are yeah. essentially paying Kelly Ubre eighty million dollars this year. That's how <laughs> punitive the tax is when you're up in those stratospheric numbers. And again. They make enough here, and there are some teams that don't give a crap about it, but Kelly Oubre basically is costing Golden State 80 freaking million dollars this year. The Warriors' tax and a half. 
the Warriors are so intriguing because yeah, Biden's they, tax was bad. They they built <laughs> they built a stadium where you had to pay a fifty thousand dollar tax to get on the season ticket list uh, just to own those seats, and then you have to pay the season ticket price after. So you know that's San Francisco economics out there. Uh, the, the repeater tax is a killer, too. They're in the repeater tax out there. It's absurd what the Warriors are doing here to try to keep this dynasty alive. Um, but, you know, the Celtics aren't in that repeater tax range yet. It's something to consider going forward. Uh, but hopefully the NBA, too, will be considering the cost of this luxury tax thing. They kept it this year. I think they give a little more relief if things stay tough in coming seasons to teams. I got, I got a comment from a fellow Greek, a fellow Yanni on the board here um, that may, maybe what Hayward's doing right now is he's just writing his article for the athletic thanking Boston uh, before he, uh, oh, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's not, uh, the ink's not Why dry yet on that. Yeah. Why Thanks, I'm moving guys. to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Thanks guys. Robin hates you. Yeah, I'll if, say this. Go ahead. I, I, Bobby, I mean, hear me on this one. I mean, Gordon Taylor roll with the Celtics. You know that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to take an increased role. You know that, you know, if Kemba Walker isn't going, if he's not going anywhere, he's got the ball a lot. He's taking a lot of shots. It gets to the point where Gordon Hayward is most likely going to be your fourth option at best next season. At what point do you say this guy's as a fourth option? We can't pay this guy this much money if we want to you know, shore up our bench or if we want to spend money out elsewhere or focus on guys like Tatum in the future. I mean, is he essentially, I know he's not a role player, but is he trending in that direction on this team? And is that part of the reason why the Celtics might be hesitant to re-sign him at 25, 30 plus million dollars a year? And then you turn into like the Detroit Pistons where you're paying an absorbent amount of money for just a bunch of role players. I See, the role player thing gets tough because it insinuates that he's a minimal part of the team, but your guy who's going the bench together, who's meshing a lot of your star players together, as he's you saw with Andre Iguodala, sure. is as as important as anybody else on the roster. And you saw but that against Iguodala's not making that money though. He was making significant money in Golden State. Percentage wise of the of the cap though, I mean. Yeah, and Golden State was, was deeper. It's it, it's it's I, different situations, but the the problem is for the Celtics, they're not deep. So let, why are we freaking out if he leaves? You got nothing left after him. You have nothing. Well, well let's let's look at this. Let's uh, also not forget let's this. Look at it another quick, way. John. Gordon Hayward also left the Jazz, yeah. and they did pretty well for themselves pretty shortly after Gordon Hayward left. But and they, Gordon they, Hayward they, was they, a much bigger part absolute, of that. One in a decade home run, and at, so at did the Celtics and Jason Tatum. I'm so, saying I they mean, hit it at 13. About? They they hit they hit it. Aaron Naismith, huh? Don't <laughs> maybe Aaron Naismith becomes that guy. The I know have, they, they the hit it. At, they hit it at a too. spot you don't expect to. That was an unbelievable yeah. turnaround when you're literally were like, holy shit, this guy we picked up at 13 is literally one of the top 20 players in the <laughs> NBA. You know, they like, got excellent. They got excellent karma. Uh, so I'm not married to bringing Hayward back, as you speak about Jimmy. If you do a trade here, that's good. That's quality. I like the Indiana idea. You can have some depth on this roster. You can have some flexibility going forward, and I still think you can be pretty good next year. So I'm not. I'm not going to freak out if he's not on the team next year because they do a sign and trade here. You just have to position yourselves to be in a good spot to win next year because this team's in that place, and you can't. You can't take 
championship contention years for granted because you think something's going to be in place in 2024. What did we say with the 2019 team? This team's built to go to 2025. Next year, they were gone. Like, you just don't know. Hey, again, if you sign Tatum to a max deal, and I keep saying the same thing over and over again, you're looking at 2023 as the time when you need to be well positioned because it's going to be the last year of Jalen's current deal and the clock starts ticking on Tatum. And that's where you need to be ready to, to, to have it all. I do not For believe one that year? you're not selling out for the future and tying yourself up with things that you don't want beyond that portion of time. Okay. That I, I, I really think that I think that that's one of the issues there too. And you could be stuck between three and four year deals. I, I, that, I don't believe they're looking got, at it as a window closing when your two best players are 22 and 23, right. you we, know, we that news theoretically here. your windows eight years long, as long as you can keep them here and build around them, you don't have to do it tomorrow. Yep. So this is Mark Murphy. Hayward's opt-out is being viewed as a formality. League source says it's still possible he returns to Celtics and restructured deal unless, a la Al Horford, he receives a home run offer from Atlanta or New York. And quote, Gordon doesn't even know right now. So Bob, well, what, what was the last part? Gordon doesn't even know right now. This whole and this whole thing makes sense because. What you said, Bobby, is that NBA is extremely strict on the tampering front leading up to tomorrow. So yeah. it prevented Hayward from really being able to dive in or his side from really being able to dive in, so, uh, allegedly, on what's out there, what's available. Um, yeah. You you heard the first real stink ever on tampering last year in the NBA because Kemba committed to the Celtics about three days before that period opened up. Um and there was just so much of that last Horford summer. Horford clearly example. knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah, Horford too. was set up. So the league was being looked at like a joke, and they got pissed. I, Kyrie and Kyrie had that thing, had that shit set up Kyrie in February. Kyrie knew the All-Star. The league. All- <laughs> so yeah, All-Star weekend, John. That, that was the biggest one. They friggin' in February, they figured it out. We, we didn't hit on this last night hard enough because the league, uh, Brian Windhorst said, legitimately hammered the Bucks and Kings. Yeah, the Bogdanovich. They said they weren't going to be able to do that period if they didn't back off it. So they backed off. And I think around the NBA, that completely chilled sign and trade talks. Uh, so that's going to make Friday more hectic for the Celtics so again, and those it's teams. Almost an artificial deadline in that regard um, yeah. mm-hmm. because of that, which is to say you have to wait for that free agency window to open. And again, we talked about it. I mentioned it earlier. This could be very much a thing where they say, all right, man, we're, we can talk, but if you want to check it out, if and again, this is how Belichick does it for the Patriots. He they take their free agents down to the wire. They let them go talk. They say, "What what did you find? Come back to me. All right, I can get close. I can't get close. Mazel tov. See you later." And then that's it. Uh, you know. And this is the situation they're in right now. It just the problem here is it's the either or shit show scenario, which is to say, <laughs> if Atlanta or New York is willing to pay you something that you're not going to get in a sign and trade. Now you're letting, you're opening the possibility for Hayward to just go do that. Uh, and that's it. So now if he truly doesn't know, this is dangerous. The Mark Murphy thing. If he, tr- my belief was he had some idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he truly doesn't know his value and, and there's really tempering or, or discussion right now. And then tomorrow the phone rings and they're like four and one thirty. That's it. Ball game. 
Zero. And in worst case scenario. So it's almost worse in that regard. You would hope that I was hoping that he didn't want to go to New York or Atlanta. He knew what he could get there, but that wasn't his preferred destination. So he's saying, work it out here or send me somewhere I want to go. I, if it's not that, this is really perilous. They're they're really on an all or nothing line here. I mean, so he I, I find that interesting because of the fact that there's so few teams with cap space this summer. Don't those teams like Atlanta, New York have priorities here? The Knicks could strike out on Van Vliet, but where else is Van Vliet going? You know, so like if the home run offer is in place for Hayward, it should reasonably be out there right now. It's not like Kevin Durant's on the market. Atlanta swings and misses on him and Hayward's their backup option. Hayward's the best free agent out there with Van Vliet. So these teams should know more or less now whether they're going to go after Hayward or someone else out there. So, again, I think you have a strong point, John, in that those teams are negotiation points. I think it's real, the interest there, but I think there's a limit to what those teams are even willing to pay. So we go back to re-signing with the Celtics or moving toward a sign-and-trade, and those are definitely Hayward's preferred options. If he wanted to leave, we'd be we'd be hearing about it right now. But and that's he, what we thought, but now if he's saying that the ta- – if you guys are saying the tampering is such a big deal – you know, and we don't know that, like we could, we could have a problem there. Right. Yeah, for sure. But the other side of that is that teams move pretty quick on the first day of free agency. Uh, you know, if Van Fleet goes to New York and then all of a sudden Gallinari, like you think might get 24 or something from the Hawks, all of a sudden Hayward's out of destinations. That's again. And then you know what happens? He signs with this. He already knows what the sales are going to offer. He's lost his leverage. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's that's what happened to smart, right? And that's why the Celtics are holding out here. Yeah. Everything's at a standstill. Danny Smart turned it down. The bluff. Smart turned it down. Wasn't really there. No restricted sheets. He lost $20 million and he got down to 12 And And you know what was key there? They could have hammered Smart even more, but they gave him a fair deal. And they could still do the same with Hayward here, and they should. Yeah. And they could have yeah. hammered Smart. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's where we're at, guys. We're still, I mean, uh, we don't have a ton more to say other than uh, it's going to get interesting. What time, Bobby, tomorrow free agency begins? Oh, geez. I don't even know. <laughs> I've been night, so locked in on Hayward. Uh, is it tonight? Does it start at no, midnight? It's tomorrow. No, it's tomorrow night. It's tomorrow night, I think. I'm uh, sure going, tomorrow going into Saturday. Um, it's all kind of happening here. I think, again, it's maybe it's a different time and, and it doesn't go fast and furious, but typically in free agency, top guys are gone within the first day. And so we're going to know a ton uh, soon after yeah. that opens. Uh, yeah. Oh. Six, 6 p.m. tomorrow. So about 24 yeah, hours from now. Five. Okay. Oh, so uh, we'll be live again tomorrow night. I can do it. Um, question for, uh, Oh, question. Are we doing a show after every game? Julian asks, we are going to do wow. some, some sort of show, yes. Uh, we're gonna try to do post jump ahead, Julian. You, we got a long ways to go before actually. It's yeah. in 34 days, Jimmy. I believe know. it or not, <laughs> but we, we, may, we may have some revolving guests, Julian, and, and others out there. But we are absolutely um, going to be doing post game shows, hopefully, split from here in the garden. We'll hopefully have some people down at the garden. Um, and some people here, uh, or you know, remotely. Uh, again, hopefully at our studios. Right now, everybody's in their homes, but we do have a studio set up. We'd love to be able to be out there in the world uh, doing this thing, and then out there at the garden, you know, the way we normally are, Jimmy. You know, we haven't been there right. since February. Um, 
but yeah, that's uh, and Julian, thank you very much for saying that. We'd love to. We're, we're going to do something for sure uh, throughout the course of the year with Bobby, Joe Sway, a whole cast of characters. It's going to be great. Um, anyway, uh, uh, oh, new sub. Thank you, Craig. Anybody out there who hasn't already, and you do, and if you are enjoying this, and we we've loved it the last few days having people out here, if you can subscribe to the channel, you're going to get notifications when we go live. We'll do it again tomorrow at free agency, uh, any major news, and then certainly um, during the season, uh, post game, and things like that. So absolutely, uh, we will be doing that as well. Let's put a bow on this, guys. We got Let's we got news to put a bow on this. You guys are going to love this one. Semi Ojale is back. His <laughs> option has been accepted. <laughs> For one point seven five million. <laughs> okay, all right. Bring the band back. Well, he might wow. be starting. He might be starting at this rate. That's your start. So, for all you who want to dump Gordon Hayward, get ready to hear number thirty-seven called in the starting lineup next year. If not, you want a sleeper? You want a sleeper for Hayward? Who's that? Toronto. Don't think Bobby's, so. Bobby's once, second home. Once Van Vliet goes, I'll go with him. Bobby, it's a trade. <laughs> that would be something. I don't know if that. I mean, I don't know, but that would definitely be something for sure. If he, the uh, if, as I long mean, as the Giannis possibility is there, Toronto's staying flexible. Uh, they could keep. They could keep Van Vliet if they don't believe in that. Though I can't do semi. I used to love semi. I don't know three, what happened. Three and D guy. He was so good in college. I don't know what it is. He doesn't even resemble the the player he was in college. He was so much more fluid and athletic. He's so stiff as a pro. I think he's honestly too jacked. He, he could <laughs> jump to the gym. He was much better, and he was agile. He would do. He could go to the hole. He could finish around the rim. It seems like he can. Uh, he doesn't use any of his like leaping ability and athletic ability. He gets, all, he's, all he's been doing muscular. is curls, John. All you do is angry weightlifting. The, <laughs> my, my favorite thing during the Kyrie disaster of a year was after a shit loss, all you'd hear when we'd be in the locker room was Kenny Ojale just slamming weight next weight. door angrily lifting because he was he'd never play so we'd go get all of his friggin energy and anger out after the game and we would just hear you know just stuff just slamming into the ground uh, oh man i i'm kind of yeah I'm, I'm disappointed for him i felt like he could go to a different team and maybe get into a bigger role and you know actually fulfill some of his promise it doesn't look like it's going to happen in boston agree semi is better than yabuselli that is true we will never speak by, by default we will never speak of him again. Hey, never forget the time we used him as the Giannis stopper in that 2018 series. Yeah. That was something. Pig dog. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We don't, have, we don't have enough guys to yeah. fill our roster spots. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God he could fill that role. Oh, what what a, that would be something. So I – win no. here. The I Nets. don't think Gordon's going to go play with Kyrie. So this is this is where we're at. Do they even have a roster spot to re-sign Hayward? Cantor opts in. Uh, Semi's here. You know, I guess Wanamaker's slot is open, but Two we're talking about picks. we're talking about one roster spot open right well, now. Well, you, they gotta, don't, uh, you gotta they, assume, they don't need to. You assume Cantor or Poirier is being kicked over somewhere. And there was word there was word that both Poirier of these guys last night. Keith Smith said Poirier was part of the um part of that deal to Memphis when they kicked the 30th pick out. Um, and then I heard today um, that Cantor might have been part of that. So that's interesting as well. But, yeah, the semi thing is surprising. I'm trying to do the roster math here. I didn't expect that. 
there's about 20 there's about 19 or 20 players with with like two roster spots open here since Hayward opt out. There's a lot to work with here. And that that kind of raises your antenna too. Like are they just keeping guys in place in case of a trade here? It's an interesting move. Sal- on it is possible. You might need bodies and salaries and things to salaries. put together. I think Danny I did think that in past seasons too. No one That's knows what's he- going to – this is another yeah. example that no one knows what's going to happen. You need some salary filler. I mean, it's Speaking not like Sonny's making a lot. Didn't they pretty much pick pick up Yahoo's third-year option just basically because he was, needed the salary filler? I mean, there's certainly no reason to pick up that option for any any for. Let me ask you this question. Reason. Who in the freaking world benefits from this ridiculous math you have to do to make trades in the NBA? Wouldn't Guy life be so much freaking easier if you just let people trade? Who cares? This salary matching stuff is freaking nonsense. Some of us love it. Oh, well, you're such so nerd. Like <laughs> there's, the there's a name for you. There's a name for you guys. No, you're right. That's a good point. It makes the sport so hard to understand. <sighs> Jesus. Like, no, the, do you know the amount of stuff you had to know to analyze the Hayward stuff today? <sighs> like, it was just absurd. And that hurts the league. You're right. Like, yeah. no one wants to open a rule book to try to understand their uh. sport. Yeah, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> How are Jimmy's uh, handles? I would say strong to quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's got some wiggle? Joe Sway. Yes. No, I'll, I'll take Joe Sway one on one any day. We will film that live. Yeah, okay. Joe Sway is shedding some weight. Rap. He's he's looking good for this season. Josue's good. Josue's got a little bit of wiggle. We've we've Kinda we've true. played at the garden. We've 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 played around at the garden post um post garden reports uh in uh, in our dress shoes uh before with Josue. I can't and, wait for uh, that one. I'm gonna need your help with dunking, John. I've been trying to get there. I'm like an inch away. I know you used to do it back in the day. I I, I'm like, the, I have no help. I, there used to be a younger version of me that could get up over the rim. That guy doesn't exist. I, <laughs> maybe I, maybe I, can boost him back. Calf raises, Bobby. <laughs> Just squats. You got to lift more. Squats. Got to do squats. Power explosion. Right. Thrust good thing, squats. Good thing. Good thing the gyms are closing. So <laughs> you gotta, you just do lunges. That's that's the key. You need that little extra juice, a little bit more lifting with the legs. You'll get there. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Gordon Hayward. Um, just so everybody knows, uh, Free agent. uh opting out. We don't know what that means yet. Um, discussion that he could be uh, just trying to work it out with the Celtics, um, and if that's the case. Uh, we could have a resolution soon. However, again, a Mark Murphy report very recently in the Herald and Murphy definitely knows some people um, on the Celtics side of things. Uh, Gordon doesn't know his market yet. He, uh, free agency begins on Saturday. Uh, he could easily, um, he could easily, thanks Quinter, um, new sub, awesome. Um, he could easily be overwhelmed by a deal a la Al Horford. Again, this is a very similar situation to the Horford deal. Very, very, very similar. We have a value. Celtics have a value they think they've placed on Hayward, and they're trying to work it out. And if they can't, and there's a number out there, and somebody throws it at them, that could be that. So we'll Indiana's see. Indiana's in play. Indiana's still in play, too, apparently. Indiana's in play. Sign and trades yes. are in play. But right now, again, <clears throat> developing opinion, Bobby, tell me if you're there, too. When we began this, we thought they're working out a sign and trade. Now I've kind of started to lean towards they're working out an extension or he friggin' goes. And that's, again, that's bad if that happens. I, I don't know which way you guys are leaning on that now. 
How you feeling, Jimmy? I'll be I'll be honest, man. I'm I'm I've flip flopped forty different times on this. I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, it doesn't seem like anyone does. I mean, this is one of the rare instances where even like the B, the big B reporters haven't really no one's yeah. really had a clue, which is baffling to me, which which tells me that the Celtics are just I think there's a bit of a standstill. I honestly think it's hard to even say who has like the upper hand right now. Is it Gordon Hayward or is it or is it Celtics? I don't think we find out until free agency starts at this point because for what one of the reasons we're hearing is Gordon Hayward's not quite sure what offers are out there. But I think ideally Gordon Hayward would go to a team like Indiana and the Celtics would be able to sign and trade him um, and get somebody of value back. Um, I think if it's just an exception, that's kind of a whiff. Um, Mark, if we acknowledge you, are you going to stop posting that? Hayward is great. (laughs) There we go. Most of these commenters are in line with me. I'll be happy with a sign or extension. I don't want to reasonable deal, but I'd rather overpay. If, If my options are overpay for Hayward, Jesus, my options are overpay for Hayward or get nothing. I have to ask what the overpay is because I don't want to be saddled. I don't want to be saddled with the contract, but I would, I would lead towards the overpay. It's funny. It's really funny. We don't know at all uh, what's happening. And uh, we are, uh, I'm glad we got it all off our chest and yelled a little bit at the beginning. I feel we needed that. That was a little bit of therapy. Um, You know, everybody's fired up because you don't want that feeling last year was really shitty. That feeling, that feeling when, not the worst thing in the world is getting dumped by a girlfriend you freaking hated anyway, you know, like, and, and you're like, oh, you got to dump me. I wasted you know, like, four years with you. So that when Irving left and he gamed it and you, and, and we, and we fell for it and everybody hated him. That was the freaking worst. And then on top of that, Al's like, peace out. That was just like, holy crap. It felt like the end of, uh, end of any Celtics yeah. contention whatsoever. And thankfully Kemba comes out of nowhere. Ruined. And it's not quite the same here, but you'd be in a bad place. If they were for nothing, it's a massive step right. back, and and it's just like, you know, and it's gonna, and, and there is no remedy. Before you always felt like, well, we still got picks. We got the Memphis pick. We got this. We got these guys. I, we're out of we're out of the next thing. And Danny having missed, you know, Danny mucking last year's draft, and again, you're picking where you're picking. There, you can't assume you're gonna hit a home run, but coming. You know, just coming up completely empty there, and I, we'll see what happens with this one. There's nothing else coming up the pipeline, um, and there's not a way to spend or to improve. You've lost your only, you're out of assets. And even and, if you and, get and, that, and if you're left in this situation, it's going to feel a little helpless for Celtics fans. Yeah, and even if you get that exception, who are you going to use it on? Is there a big target out there? Do you have the assets to acquire that target? Because teams just don't take exceptions. They need assets too. And the picks aren't there for Boston. The player assets aren't there unless some of these young guys come along. We know that from draft night because of their inability to move up. So they would be, in effect, stuck. So yep. what do you do then? Do you move on from Kemba more aggressively? Do you trade smart? I think the like the losses just keep mounting after I, that. I, this is to... again. I hate using the same uh, phrase I've been using the last few days about the take a step back to take a step forward. But you would have to you you would have to maybe dump Kemba and get younger and then start to look two years down the road and not worry so much about now if you can do that. But you might try to figure something out there um, as well. And again, it, uh, but I don't know. So Jimmy asks, where's the leverage right now? It's in Boston just because of the market. Like 
we would know if there was something there for Hayward right now. And as Murphy like said, he would, yeah. he's he's sitting around, he's waiting. It's a standstill. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully this doesn't go all the way into camp. But like I said, the advantage for the Celtics is that that market moves fast. So if the suitors dry up for Hayward, yeah, we're gonna know the, the leverage is with Hayward simply because um, the I guess. All he has to lose is money, and he'll he'll find a home one way or the other. The Celtics have a ton to lose because it's, so it's just they have more to lose. I'm not saying all you have to lose is money. It's millions of dollars. You make these gambles all the time when you enter free agency. You think you have a market. It's there. It's not there. Certainly, it's real, but a guy who's made as much money as he's made, he's gambling on a, on a few million here or there with always the possibility that he could you know, sign two years and try to sign. I mean, he, he has some options. But no matter what, if he misses, he's not going to miss by a ton. Uh, the Celtics cannot cannot have him walk. So what we don't know. What so, we so don't he's know got the leverage. What we don't know is the concern about the role. The he has the leverage. The team. Yeah, Jimmy, as you said, you know, as, as your as your opinion develops. Sorry to cut you off, Bobby. You you may start coming back towards overpay. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> because the other options sitting there with you know what in your hand it sucks you know i mean like you just you'll be starting semi jimmy uh so (laughs) not that it matters but the semi uh, opt-in still gives the celtics to move on within three days uh non-guaranteed salary so not a huge deal there so another formality yep all right free agency time and we continue to wait i feel like every every deadline that passes we we wait for the next one (laughs) Um, All right, guys, that's it. We are going to wrap it. Thank you for joining. This was an awesome audience. We were packed the whole time, more than we had for the draft. Angry Um, audience or what? I couldn't see the – was it an angry audience? You know, a lot of people mad at Hayward and they say, John, get him out of there. There's some emotional stuff there. A lot of people kind of seeing the same thing, different sides we've taken, make the trade, sign him, overpay him. It's a bit all over the map, but um, I got to ask you this, John. I think a lot of people would feel good. I feel like consensus out there right now is if there's a move they can make, make it. Guys, Um, I I love getting the Celtics perspective from you. Has any player ever moved the conversation needle like this guy? It's insane. Anytime you put his name out there, 10,000 people want to talk about him. Hayward? Hayward, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Kyrie? (laughs) Kyrie was a guy. (laughs) I I don't even want – Kyrie pisses me off more than anything. Only because, you know, and Jimmy was down there with me at the garden a bunch. And the whole first couple of months of the season, well, that, that, that season where everything went bad, I kept looking around to our guys. I'm like, this fucking, this guy sucks. Like, he's poison. And everyone's like, oh, hot takes. You know, it took oh, people, don't get it, me started. It took people so long to see it. And he it was did. just doing it. And then he'd make these comments and we'd be like, Jesus, what a jerk. He just threw the whole team out of the bus. No, he didn't. It was actually thoughtful. And it's he's right. not wrong. And I was just like, I know what's so interesting with it me. It took people forever to get there on him. I and was, then John, no, the worst thing too is like they'd lose six games in a row and like Kyrie would say something awful and then then win a game. And then everyone all the everyone would be like, oh. Oh yeah, there's there's problems in the yeah. locker room. There's one guy would smile on the bench. Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, they one look like five. they're angry." They're and guess these they guys hate hated each other. Each other. They and hated guess, each other. It was palpable, Jimmy. We're time. in the locker room. Nobody talked. Everybody I've been in. You know, yeah. I've been in. It was the worst locker room. I was in locker rooms.
covering multiple teams. I've never seen walking into a locker room after a win, six guys staring down, getting changed, walking out without saying a thing to each other. No word. Nothing. They hated each other. I've never seen that. <laughs> and then finally, Jalen Brown basically just said, yeah, we hate Kyrie Irving. <laughs> In different words. In different words. But and you know who got all the and guess who got all the vitriol in the national media? Gordon Hayward. He's getting favorited. He's Steven's guy. He's causing the problems here. And I'm just like, what? That happened. was on that bandwagon. Um Terry Roger is playing more than Gordon Hayward that year. I will never get over that awful take. And it was Stephen A. Smith pushing that to the max. I was like, come on. Yeah. I think uh, Rosier right. might have been a sneaky right. so, mini guys, again, Thank you, everybody, for joining in here. Uh, let tell you one last time about our sponsor, Manscaped. Nice enough to sponsor our segments. We can keep bringing you this content for free, which is what we love to do. Uh, 20% off free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. Uh, a whole bunch of products you can get. The lawnmower, the weed whacker, uh, the crop duster. Uh, ball trimmer. Yeah, all of it. Deodorant. 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 Foot powder. Hey, what? Yeah, uh, cologne. Yeah, cologne. A bag. Carry it all. You get boxers. Like hold your bundle in tight. It's great. Twenty percent off free shipping and free shipping. Bundle with the Garden Twenty at Manscaped.com. We love it. Yeah, can't wait. I mean, wait, wait for my next shipment. Shipment. Like I said, the two point couldn't hack it on this. Them? Hey, we got five hundred plus viewers now. Any any girls who are on this, you got a boyfriend or you got a it's husband. It's Christmas. Yeah, it's a good Christmas gift. It is. Stocking stuffer. And it might benefit you too. I mean. It's easy. And it's great. It, it might make you might make them self-conscious. Um, but that's okay. Sometimes guys. You, want. you want to make them self-conscious. To keep the upper hand. I didn't know how poorly, uh, how poorly dressed and groomed I was until I found uh, the right woman to tell me like, yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Um, <laughs> you want to upgrade. And you too. should do this. And then maybe do that. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. better. Don't, so. don't sit on don't sit on 2.0 for two years. You got to upgrade. This is the no. time to do it. 3.0 is out there. Yeah, you got to upgrade. Um, all right, guys, again, thank you for joining. We'll wrap it up for Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning. We will be back uh, again. Thank you, everybody. A lot of new subscribers out there. I love that. Uh, press subscribe. You'll get notified every Smash single time it. we go live. We'll be doing this a ton. Uh, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning from Celtics Blog and CLNS Media. John Zanis. Thanks a lot, guys.